Welcome to the Steve Travelly Show on demand. Don't forget to follow this show so you never miss a minute. In the streets of Union City, to your nighttime radio, Steve Travelis keeps you in the Jersey, no. From 7 till 11, live, local, and live, Steve Travelis on New Jersey 101.5. Weekday night, Steve's live, local, and live. Is it Tuesday already? Well, if it's Tuesday, this must be New Jersey 101.5. Steve Trevelis hanging with you till 11 o'clock tonight. Joe DeVito's coming on. You watch Gutfeld? Joe DeVito's coming on at 1010. Uh, one of the one of the very funny Gutfeld comedians, writer on the show. We got so much to talk about tonight at 1-800-283-101.5. Central Jersey. How do you know? Who's from Central Jersey? We're going to work on that later on as well. You know you're from Central Jersey. if, And we got four-pack of passes to the annual New Jersey Home and Garden Show at the New Jersey Convention Center at Edison. I'm going to be there Saturday about 3 o'clock interviewing the laundry guy because I know how to have fun. Patrick Richardson's going to be there. And you've watch it's hysterical. The laundry guy on HGTV. And mommy blogger Doreen Stovenauer is going to be there. So I'll give you a chance to win tickets for that later on. But I want to start this off. Oh, my God. Does the you know the, this this bullying thing? It's a it's something that I'm passionate about. It's something that so many people are passionate about. That how could this happen? And uh, the story, uh, the stupidity of this school, this Central Regional High School, continues. You know, y- you talk about your property taxes in New Jersey. Why can't they figure out a way to lower property taxes? Well, your school taxes are a big part of your property taxes, and. Your school taxes, which you pay, are being spent on a man who has resigned, despite announcing that New Jersey Superintendent Triantafilos Parlapanidis had resigned a week ago. The Central Jersey Regional School District has not accepted his resignation and will not comment on his employment status except to confirm he is still receiving his $195,343 salary. So now it's kind of like, you know what, it just goes so in line with the way things are done at Central Regional. We're going to suspend the kid. Oh, you're in trouble. You're in trouble now. Go home. We're suspending you. Not going to call the police or anything. That would be bad. We don't want to double whammy the kid. We're going to suspend you. So I guess he resigned with pay. Don't you wish you could resign with pay? It it gets better. It gets better. Uh, On top of that, the school has uh, also spent more of your tax dollars hiring a high-powered public relations firm to clean up its image after the resignation of the superintendent who trashed Adriana Cush and her family to the media after she hung herself, after being bullied down the halls of the school. Because instead of helping this kid, they whipped out their cell phones. Oh, my God. What parents these kids must have. Uh, So guess who's paying that bill? Taxpayers. 
will foot Central Regional School District's $3,000 retainer with Princeton Strategic Communications for 24 billable hours, plus an additional $125 an hour for additional consulting work related to the scandal surrounding the attack and death of 14-year-old Adriana Kush. Can you, can you fathom, I mean, there's only three letters. There's only three letters, WTF, for Central Regional. And I just don't, I mean, I don't get it. I don't understand. Is it a teacher union thing? Are they forced to pay this guy? And can you resign? If you resign, should you be paid? Have you ever resigned from your job with pay? Can somebody call and explain that to me? 1-800-283-101.5. He did everything he could possibly do to lose the job. He basically trashed a girl to the media who took her own life because of what happened on his watch in the school. After he put his foot in his mouth, telling the media that we don't, you know, we don't charge here. We just suspend that if the parents want to charge, they charge. Meanwhile, a friggin' crime was committed in the school. And after an outcry with kids protesting, suddenly then, uh, then and only then, are now they bringing up charges against the four. But 1-800-283-101.5. How does that make you feel? You know, I mean, when you hear things like this, when you see, if you, if you support, if your tax dollars go to the Central Regional School District, how do you feel about the fact that they're using the money to pay the salary of a, of a superintendent who resigned? How do you feel about the fact that, can you trust? And that's the thing, too, can you trust whatever comes out of the mouth of someone who has gone to a consulting firm to pay them to be told what to say? Where's the, is something lacks in a sincerity there. 1-800-283-101.5. They said they're going to you know, take a long look in the mirror. They're going to figure out what they did wrong, blah, blah, blah. We know what they did wrong. But when you hear things like this, how does it make you feel? Does it, does it frustrate you? Should the central regional superintendent who resigned amid a bullying scandal still receive a paycheck? Does no work mean no pay? Are they not accepting his resignation? What do you think should happen? And how do you feel about the school hiring a PR firm with taxpayers' money? 1-800-283-101.5. Your thoughts. Do you know how much you can get for your home? Robert Tkansky of REMAX First Advantage is buyers lined up and can get your home sold fast and for more money than you thought possible. Jennifer was relocating for work and needed to sell her Branchburg home quickly. With the help from Rob's team and their top-tier marketing strategies, the home was sold after only 11 days on the market, 11 showings, multiple offers for $510,000, which was $35,000 over the list price. Jennifer could start her next chapter without worrying about an empty home back in Branchburg. Robert Tkansky of REMAX First advantage as superior marketing to sell your home for the highest price possible. Call the only agent I would call if I needed to sell my home. Call Robert Tukansky at 855-350-1015. That's 855-350-1015 or online at robsellsnj.com or Google Rob Sells NJ and start packing. This fast traffic. 
Jersey weather brought to you by Veteran Care Services. Do you know that senior veterans and their spouses may qualify for a veteran pension plan? They can pay up to $2,200 a month for your medical care. See if you or a loved one qualifies. Call Veteran Care Services now at 1-888-888-E-Veterans. Steve Trebleese. All right, the uh, superintendent of Central Regional School District, who's making over $193,000, has resigned his position, but he's still getting paid. How could that happen? Well, under terms of that contract, the superintendent cannot be dismissed or be subjected to a reduction in salary for the term of his contract. Who writes these deals? Which expires on July 1st, unless he is indicted for a criminal offense, is found to have misrepresented his qualifications or educational credentials, or the superintendent and board mutually agree to his departure. Well, if he's willing, so I guess if it's the superintendent and board mutually agree, he has agreed to his departure, he resigned. Why is it the school board agreeing to his departure? 1-800-283-101.5. According to the contract, uh, the board shall have the authority to relieve the superintendent of the performance of his duties in accordance with state law so long as it continues to pay his salary and benefits for the duration of the term. Your thoughts. Danielle is in Washington Township on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Danielle. Hi, Steve. How you doing? Good. How about you? I think this is one of the saddest cases as a parent that I have ever heard of. This is just simply heartbreaking. How does this man lay his head on his pillow every night? Does he not have a conscience? And then had the nerve to say before he resigned that she committed suicide because her mother did years before? We have video that show over and over again four girls beating the living crap out of her while her boyfriend was trying to protect her. The proof is in the pudding here. How does this creep still get paid all that money? It makes no sense. Well, apparently it's the contract. But again, according to what I'm looking at here, if the board and he mutually agree, then uh, they could you know, get rid of him. Right. According to uh, the contract, which expires, he's if he, unless he's indicted for a criminal offense, found to have misrepresented his qualifications or educational credentials, or the superintendent and board mutually agree to his departure. Well, apparently they haven't agreed, but he has. He resigned. Well, there, there were constant complaints. Those poor kids on the news crying over and over again. This is not a brand new issue. This no. has been going on in the school district. For years. So you know what? The board should also resign. Get all of them out of there and let's start fresh and let's find some compassionate people. How do we let this happen? I don't know. I worry about my kids every single day with something like this, among all the other issues we have to worry about being a parent in this crazy, terrible world. And then they had to go out and hire a PR firm to spin. You know, they had to hire a PR firm to spin the situation. So how can you believe a word they're saying when the word's being put in their mouth by a $3,000 retainer and 125 bucks an hour consulting fee? Exactly. Exactly. It's all around a disgrace. And my heart goes out to that poor family, that girl's boyfriend, her friends. It's just one of the saddest things ever. 
All right, Diane. Danielle, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. Now, during a news conference on Thursday, uh, the new superintendent, Corbett, defended the district's response to bullying, declaring there is no culture of violence, as some parents have claimed in light of the student's suicide. Well, that would pretty much lead me to believe there's a culture of violence. As I look at the video, I'm kind of led to believe that there's a culture of violence. He also laid out a list of changes the school plans to make, including a creation of a steering committee to review policies, blah, 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 a toll-free helpline for students, blah, 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 and the review of the district cell phone policy. Well, where's the change? Where's the review? Change. What are we doing here? Uh, the news conference came before several hundred angry students and parents demanded answers and offered criticism, uh, some through tears of the uh, district's bullying policies uh, during a board meeting on Thursday night. So, it's kind of, you know, uh, these teaching jobs, the privileges that some of these uh, superintendents and principals get when it comes to, uh, you know, their deals, that uh, you can make $192,000, screw up this badly, resign, and still collect money. one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. How do you feel about that? You know, how do you feel about the school handling a PR firm? To uh, spin their situation. Do you really believe that they can make this better? You know, we talked about the things that could be done to make it better. You know, we talked about the ideas that could happen. Uh, But right now, you know, how do you feel about this? 1-800-283-101.5. It blows your mind. So if you're, you know, is he laying low? Until they could, uh, you know, basically reinstate them. Is that the idea? I don't know. You know, but uh, he resigns, the superintendent, and the district would not comment on what he's doing now uh, as a district employee or what his current job title is. But they did give us a copy, or they did give a copy of uh, Parla Panita's contract. So 1-800-283-101.5. So that's where your tax dollars are going. You, know? you pay school taxes and you wonder what they do with the money. Well, that's what they do. They pay $193,000 to a guy who resigned. They hire PR firms to clean up their own mess. Uh, the backup, right? <laughs> the backup, uh, he's making $186,000 and he's doing the job now. Something like that. Here we go. Uh, Superintendent Douglas Corbett, who was previously assistant superintendent, uh, his salary remains at $186,430. Take a look at what these guys are making. The the superintendent gets $193,000. His assistant gets $186,000. We're in a long line of work. And with all that money, almost a half a million dollars, we still have a bullying problem at Central Regional. What? (laughs) 1-800-283-101.5. And uh, can you trust the school? Can you trust what they say when they hire a PR firm? Is it something they learn from? Is it a good idea? I don't know. But it just, you know, uh, Adriana Cush and what happened to her. And when you close your eyes and you see that video uh, in your mind, over and over again, and you see the results of it, and you see what her poor father went through and that family is going through, and the school is going through. This, you know, she didn't die in vain. 
because it is affecting change. It's a shame she doesn't know the change that she's affecting. And I pray to God that true change is going to be affected by the loss of this poor girl's life. And I hope that they rain down on those that did this to her. With charges, I hope examples are made, but that's me. How do you feel? 1-800-283-101.5. There's a chance to make a difference. You don't need a PR firm to make a difference. How about a court of law makes a difference? Because when the court of law comes out and says, all right, here comes the book. Put your catcher's mitt on. Here comes the book. And they see what happens to those that bully. Then uh, other kids would say, you know what? This may not be such a great idea. PR firm or not. And then, you know, serious anti-bullying procedures that not only affect the school, but also work with the police department. So that when a crime is committed, it's not considered bullying, it's considered a friggin' crime. And then the cops are brought in, and then charges are filed. Instead of the former superintendent, who's currently still getting paid, telling the press, we don't file charges. We don't want to double whammy the kid. Okay. 7.30. Optimum. Optimum Business gives you fast, reliable, secure internet with speeds up to one gig and built-in cybersecurity so you can go farther with everything you do. Call 866-218-2913 or visit Optimum.com slash business today. Also, uh, W. Danley Electrical, weather is unpredictable, but with a Generac automatic standby generator from W. Danley, you'll always have power. Right now, get 0% financing with payments as low as 139 a month. Visit Danley911.com. Terms and conditions apply. Steve Javalese, should the central regional superintendent who resigned amid a bullying scandal still receive a paycheck? He is. And one of the reasons is because on the terms of the deal, he and the board have to agree. Well, he resigned. Not so much for the board. Uh, Jim is in Barnegat on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Jim. Hey, how are you, Steve? I'm good. How are you? Uh, all right. I've seen better days. Uh, uh, my son's um, going to a school outside of the Central Regional right. District, and uh, he's gotten bullied through his uh, time in elementary school and junior high, and now he's going to high school. Um, and they basically try to smooth everything over, try not to report anything. Um, there are certain things that you can do if your child's bullied. One of it's uh, called uh, a head report. It's for uh, harassment, intimidation, and bullying. Right. And basically what they're supposed to do is take the side of the child and take the story so that, the, uh, you know, the case document and you're supposed to take some kind of action against the bully, right? Right. Well, it's not really that way because they won't tell you who's bullying your child and They'll make one incident report. So say that you have 12 kids around your child and beat the living hell out of him, right? Right. And you go and try to find who did it. They don't give it to you. So you open up this report and try to do one for each of the one children. They won't do that. What they'll do is they'll pick one child, usually the one that doesn't have a report or has the least amount of reports, right? right. So they don't have to kick the kid out or do any kind of further action, right, and make the uh, district look better. And... Basically, they'll make the other 11 kids look like they didn't have any part of it. They'll just have that one kid report it, right? right? And then you try to figure out, since they're reporting it, it's got to be something official, right? So they have some kind of documentation, and they do. Each school has to report uh, the, the HIP 
reports and all that other stuff that they do. But it's not for the bullying of the child. It's for how many classes the teachers took or what kind of courses they have or the ratio of teachers that took the uh, the courses for bullying uh, as opposed to how many teachers are out there. So there how does that help the situation? Right, exactly my point. It's not there to help the child or you for the bullying. It's to protect them. What would you do? They have to protect them. What would you do? Uh, You know, that's the thing. They're out for themselves. The school hires a PR firm to cover their ass. They're out at taxpayer money. Right, and that that goes to show you they don't don't really care about the children because if they did, what they would do is they would make sure that the bullying would actually be reported, and they would probably uh, uh, call the police to have them, you know, for the the ones where they actually have altercations and fights where somebody actually got hurt, they would call the police. They don't even do that. Even if somebody gets very seriously hurt, they don't do it. There's a case in my school where somebody actually has brain damage where they slam the kid's again, head against the uh, concrete, right, outside. Right. You're kidding. And the kid has brain damage, and they didn't report it. They didn't want to call the cops, and they said, oh, since it was outside of school, even though it was directly outside of school, they didn't want to report it because of the fact it would make them look bad. And because of the fact that they got a lawyer, the, the family, they got a lawyer, right? Right. They said, oh, because you got a lawyer and because we're going to do something for you, you can't talk about it. So... All these districts that have all these parents that go to get all these lawyers, the school will give a little something only because of the fact that once they do, they cannot talk about it. And that's uh, that's, that's their way out. That's their way out so that all these people, like even if it's hundreds of them, unless you feel like paying back for whatever they gave you for pain and suffering or, or say they go to another district and they ship them over there, whatever they have to do to get them over there or pay for your uh, medical bills or whatever, they take that back because of the fact that you broke the non-confidentiality agreement. How about the idea that any bullying incident that regards an injury, police are automatically called in? And you know what? No matter what right. it is. So and that's, that's what they should do. But and, they're fighting. Actually, I hear that there's supposed to be legislation right now that they're right. trying to push, but the schools are fighting against it. Because they don't want to look bad. Because they don't want it on their record. Because no. they don't want to get in trouble. Absolutely. Why, why is Central Regional not oppose, you know, opposing this guy's resignation? Why have they not accepted it? You know, because that's part of the deal. According to the contract because with the he, superintendent. Because he knows so much of the stuff that's going on in school that if he's fired, he'll open up his mouth as to what's actually going on in school. It's their way of keeping him quiet and placating him to make sure that he's okay for now until he gets a new job and he won't go out there and blab his mouth. Well, you know what? This is our way of trying to make that not happen so that uh, we just let everybody know. You know, and Jim, thanks for the call on the education on New Jersey 101.5, 1-800-283-101.5. If a superintendent making $193,000, who basically screwed up, in my opinion, the bullying situation at Central Regional, uh, if he uh, submits his resignation and the board uh, accepts it, then it counts. But unfortunately, the board has not accepted it. Right. Under the terms of the contract, the superintendent cannot be dismissed or be subject to a reduction in salary for the terms of the contract, which expires on July 21st, 2025, unless he is indicted for a criminal offense, is found to have misrepresented his qualifications or educational credentials, or the superintendent and board mutually agree to his departure. Well, if he has resigned, he has agreed to his departure. Why hasn't the board agreed to his departure and like the caller just said is it because he's you know he will open his mouth should they agree i don't know i'm throwing that out there because this is uh now just been put in my head and it's just something that uh is worth considering
But why? 1-800-283-101.5. And then on top of that, $125 an hour, $3,000 retainer for, 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 for a firm, a PR firm, to spin the situation at Central Regional. Hope you got that kind of money out there. Do you know anyone who's being held back from what they want or need to do or had to stop doing things altogether because of pain? Have you heard someone say, I don't do that anymore. I can't because of my hip, knee, foot, back, etc. If pain is holding you back, you can do something about it. You need to go to Trinity Rehab. Does this sound familiar to you? I went to the doctor. They gave me muscle relaxers and pain pills, told me to follow up in a week. Well, Trinity Rehab is unlike any place you have ever tried. No prescription needed, same-day appointments, fast results. Trinity Rehab actually fixes the pain instead of masking it. Call Trinity Rehab at 800-518-0977 or go to Trinity Rehab, trinity-rehab.com. Be sure to ask about their EPAP therapy. It's cutting-edge acoustic pressure wave therapy that breaks up scar tissue, enhances healing, and frees you from pain fast. In fact, most patients see results in three five-minute sessions, and no prescription is needed to get started. Trinity Rehab has dozens of locations in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, like the newest ones in Woodbridge, Flemington, Toms River, and Wall. So you know there's one near you. For more details, visit trinity-rehab.com. That's trinity-rehab.com. No one knows Jersey roads. Jersey 101.5 presents a town hall workforce in Beverly Nurses, New Jersey cops, teachers. This Thursday night at 7, join news anchor Eric Scott as he examines critical staffing shortages in these areas. We'll talk to the Garden State experts and address solutions to keep your neighborhood safe and hospitals and schools open. Watch it on NJ1015.com or listen on your radio or our free app. Steve Trevelis. And you, 1-800-283-101.5. The uh, superintendent from Central Regional who resigned $193,000 a year job because of uh, all that went down with the bullying. He resigned on Saturday. Still getting paid. Board has not accepted the resignation, apparently. According to the Asbury Park Press, they have not officially accepted his resignation, confirmed he was still being paid the salary. If they do, according to the contract, from what I see, according to Newsbreak, uh, then he could be released. Your thoughts. And also, should the school be paying a PR firm, a $3,000 retainer, and uh, $125 an hour for additional consulting? Angela is in Freehold under Jersey 101.5. Hi, Angela. Hi. How you doing? First time caller, long time listener. Well, welcome, Angela. I'm glad you're here. Thank you. Thank you. So I just wanted to say that obviously he should not be getting paid. Obviously that money should not be used for a public relations firm, you know, our tax dollars. But, you know, this is something that we're talking about now. I have been working with children for the past 30 somewhat years, and I can't tell you the number of times I have seen children being bullied, ostracized. You know, I can't. The number of kids who have said to me, I sit alone at lunch every single day, and I say, and nobody sees this? Nobody goes and tries to match them up with someone else or, you know, intervene in some way? You just, you just leave it that way? I, I, find it, I find it deplorable. I find it, you know, I just, I just, it breaks my heart when I hear this about kids. And this has been going on forever with these public schools. And I grew up union. My father was union. I had a very 
good life with a union, right. okay? These teachers' unions are terrible. This whole mess with the teachers' unions is what's causing all of these problems. Because we have good staff. We have good teachers. It's just not working. Well, what do you mean? Like, but, but, Angela, how is the union causing the problem? Because the union protects everybody. You know, nobody has to be accountable. So if you're going to work every day and you don't have to be accountable, you know, I go to work every day. I see what if you're I do something wrong, I'm going to lose my job. You know, I have to make sure that I'm up on top of things, that I take training classes, that I take additional CEU classes, that I know what I'm doing always and doing my best. Teachers don't have to do that. But what about parents? You know, what, what about social skills? What, what is it about children who get bullied? What is it about, you know, is it because as, as a child they're not taught to stick up for themselves, defend themselves, advocate themselves, uh, or just, I, I don't understand, I don't know what it is, but I know it happens. You know, and, and it breaks your heart to see it. You know, what is it about, like, the, in, in, the, in the jungle? What is it, about, is it about that animal who gets preyed on? What could be done to change that? Is it something that can be done at home, something that can be done socially, something, you know what I mean? If, 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 with the bully. The bullies usually don't act alone. The bullies are in groups. And a lot of times it's the bully who's trying to impress their parents just to get noticed. You know, hey, look at me, mom and dad. This is what I'm doing. Uh, and that's screwed up. Uh, it's just, it's a sad situation. It's been going on from the beginning of time. But again, we need to be able to, you know, as a society, uh, a civilized society, you break the law. These are the laws. Forget about the school. These are the laws. And if you're going to break the law, if you're going to assault the kid in a classroom or in a school, then the cops are coming in. And that's it not get called. I mean, that wasn't like a fight between because, people. Because, according to the superintendent, Parla Fanides, who told Channel 12, uh, we don't suspend, you know, we suspend, we don't call the cops. If the parents want to call the cops, they can call the cops. We don't want to double whammy the kid. I'm pretty much quoting verbatim from what I saw on the tape from Jim Murdoch's story. If, if, I, if I am outside my house, uh-huh. And I see a per, a kid getting beat up by five, six, seven, eight kids. It's my it's my duty to call the police. Yeah, and it's the police's so duty. School would be any different. Well, it makes absolutely no sense to me. They have be, a duty to call the police. But the school is trying to cover their own class, so to speak. Thanks for the call to New Jersey one hundred one point five. Let's talk Central Jersey, since everybody else is. Jominsky and Doyle are now available on demand. Shut up. I swear to God. That's ridiculous. Weekday afternoons, Dominski and Doyle are on New Jersey 101.5. But now you can listen to them anytime and anywhere on demand. Is it a big deal? Is it fun? Or is it just like silliness? Subscribe to the Dominski and Doyle show wherever you get podcasts. Or go to our free app and click the on demand button to hear the show. Hey, Doyle, get on that radio. Dominski and Doyle, now available on demand from New Jersey 101. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve Trevelis hanging with you till 11 o'clock tonight here in New Jersey, 101.5. Coming up at 1010, Joe DeVito from uh, Gutfeld is going to be calling in. I love that show. I love that show. 
Uh, we're going to talk about Central Jersey because now everybody's talking about Central Jersey. I'm going to give you a chance to win a four-pack of passes to the uh, annual New Jersey Home and Garden Show, which I'm going to be at at the New Jersey Convention Center in Edison. Uh, we're going to be talking about that coming up. But uh, we were talking about it in the last hour, and I got a call during the news. I don't like to turn people away. But basically, the superintendent uh, involved in the bullying situation at Central Regional, who was making 193000 plus, resigned, but he's still getting paid. Because uh, the board, apparently, has not accepted the resignation. This according to the Asbury Park Press. Uh, so uh, my thought, and also the, the district has hired a PR firm. Uh, and the reason they hired the PR firm, I guess, to put a spin on the situation. Asbury Park Press reports that as of Friday, Central Regional District has not officially accepted uh, the resignation and confirmed he was still being paid $195,343. Requests for a response to the uh, Central Regional School Board of Education and the business administrator were not immediately answered. Yet. Uh, Gary's in Colts Neck on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Gary, thanks for calling. Hey, Steve. So, I'm so, you know, when I heard this story, I guess a week and a half ago, my heart just dropped when I heard about this poor girl. Not so much the bullying, because that's always been going on. But when she committed suicide, and I heard that, I have children. But more importantly, you as a teacher, vice president, anybody involved in school, how do you allow this to happen? I don't care about your job. If that was me, I know it's easy to say now, you got to protect these children. This is crazy. We, we, you know, when we were kids, yeah, there was bully going on, but it was not really called bullying. It was just, hey, you know what? I don't like the way you looked at me. I'll meet you after school at 3 o'clock in the parking lot. It's yeah, different. We took care of business. I'm not saying violence is the answer because it's not. No, but you know what, Gary? Where do we go wrong? They should allow kids. I mean, like, if you look at that situation, instead of those kids jumping in and helping that girl who was walking with a boyfriend, if that instead of those kids jumping in and helping out, they pulled out their cell phones and recorded it. How how pathetic is that? I mean that—that's the. You know who I go me. after? I go after not just the media. I'd go after Verizon. It's not the media. What are we? Are we? Are we? Are we're here. If it weren't for the media, you wouldn't know about it. It's not the media. But I go after the phone companies. Why? It's not their fault. Video. Yeah, but they're videoing this. Time. The school. I mean, but again, you can't. But Gary, you can't. Social media is one thing. You know, they they worry about stuff going up about Donald Trump. But God forbid, you could pose violence like this with no problem. Kids could put this on Instagram with no problem. You know, uh, uh, this is this is the the world we live in. But again, you know, I agree if we're going to say, you know, I look at things differently. But now that you're talking about it, absolutely, you're correct. Well, here's I the thing: very angry because this should never happen. No, I get it. But you know what? It, when when push comes to shove, and I hate to use those words, but what it all boils down to is we have a system of justice, and when a crime is committed, even if it's committed within the walls of a school. It's not for the school to protect the student from the police. It's for the school to call the police and bring them in so that now if a kid is thinking, if I do this, I may end up with a police record. If I do this, the police are going to call my parents. Now, in our day, we worried about that. Today, it just means they're going to be sent to their room to go with the Xbox for another couple of hours. But it's a different story. My kids know they'd be happy to pay. 
Yeah, one other point. I got three older brothers. Mm -hmm. My mother stayed home, took care of the clothes, fed us, you name it. Uh, all she said, boys, wait till your father comes home. <laughs> Yeah, well, today, today, dad, yeah, they well, laugh at you. They'll call dices on you, man. I say to my kids, right. give me phone number. I'll call for you. You know what? Uh, let me show you. Let me show you where they're going to send you. <laughs> Let's have that discussion again. <laughs> yeah. All right. No problem. I'll give you the phone. Rose is in Flemington on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Rose. Hi. How are you? Good. You? Just chomping on a little arugula. And, and, and. All right. Have a little arugula. It's nice. little Ruckley Rob is always good, right? A little garlic. Nice. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, Anna, Anna said, I chop it down and I can talk to you. Hold on a second. Okay, good. Take your time. I'll wait. I got nothing else to do. A little glug. Okay. Okay. I just want to say this much. If this guy can afford to um, get a PR firm, no, it's, it's, it's the school board's doing it, right? Right. With taxpayer money. With taxpayer money. Now. The parents need to get some cojones, as they say, and simply get the um, principals, you know, just confiscate the computer that he's used. This guy's getting got back sheets all over the place, probably with the computer systems and all the software and this and that. Yeah. Um, you got to stand up against bullies because this man is a bully himself. Well, he didn't do, you know, he, he apparently his method for doing it, Rose, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5, was not effective. The idea that you're not going to report. Okay, but I mean, all that, all that aside, you know, we've talked about all kinds of possible solutions. Now there's legislation that uh, bullying, um, fist fight, you know, fights in the school should all be reported to the police. Not a bad idea. You know, uh, maybe once upon a time you wouldn't do it, but something has got to be done to put the fear of God in these kids because the parents aren't doing it. Parents want to be their friends, right? They want to be buddy-buddy. They watch too many sitcoms. They want to be the pal. Uh, so the schools aren't doing it. So maybe the thought that, you know, if you do this and it gets recorded, it's not going to be automatically suspended. It's going to be you will go to the police station. You will explain this to a judge. The judge will decide what's going to happen. And as far as, you know, cashless bail goes, okay, well, we put this, we put the point system, the analytics, we put the points up so that the judge can actually put you in juvie hall for a while. You know, so that some kind of impression can be made. But here we are right now, the central regional superintendent who resigned amid a bullying scandal still receiving a paycheck. And as of Friday, the Central Regional School District had not officially accepted his resignation. So they confirm he's still being paid a salary of $195,343. Meanwhile, the assistant, who's now doing the job, the assistant, guess how much he's making? $186,000. You wonder, like we talked about, I remember Steve Sweeney being in here, the old Senate president, before... Uh, um, uh, Nicholas Katari. Uh, the I remember him being in here talking about how we reduce property taxes with shared services. Well, half a million dollars is called for two positions on the Central Regional School District. And what a great job they've done. 1-800-283-101.5. So, I mean, if you want to, you know, if you want to call in and talk about it, I'm cool. I, I'd love to talk about it. I, I will talk about this to death because it just infuriates me so much. You know, Adriana Cush will not have died in vain if some kind of change can be affected here.
you know, and she should always be remembered. And this situation should never have happened. And those who are responsible for making it happen, including the policies of the school and the superintendent who enforced them, you know, should be, you know, should be brought out. You hired a PR firm for $3,000 or $25 an hour. Maybe they should say, maybe you should accept the resignation. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I'll tell you what. I'll do it for $1,575 an hour. Accept the resignation. So that you could turn the page on this. 1-800-283-101.5. I'm Steve Trevelis. Before we turn the page on this, here's New Jersey 101.5. Fast traffic. Bold and get cold. Join New Jersey 101.5's Big Joe Henry in Special Olympics, New Jersey, for the Seaside Polar Bear Plunge. Jump in the ocean with thousands freezing for a reason this Saturday. All the details are on our free app at nj1015.com. Thanks to our sponsor, Parks Casino and Sportsbook. The Seaside Polar Bear Plunge with Special Olympics, New Jersey, only from New Jersey 101.5. Steve Trudelis, by 1-800-283-101.5. Should the uh, Central Regional Superintendent, who resigned amid a bullying scandal, still receive a paycheck, they need to accept his resignation, I think it is, right? Uh, how do you feel about the school? Hiring a PR firm with taxpayers' money because it's so sincere when it's done that way. Abby is in Warren on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Abby. Hi. Good evening. Can you hear me okay? I get you fine. I am beside myself. I'm the mother of a 14-year-old, and since that news, I have not been able to sleep well. I think it's despicable the way it was handled. There's no no reason why this person should still be working, and I think there's more than one culprit under this whole situation. That teacher that saw the fight in the hallway and went back into the classroom. I mean, there's so many people accountable in this. It's just I I can't even tell you. They need to have a path to be able to do something, you know, like the teacher's hands are tied because they get in trouble. You know, the kid's hands are tied because they get in trouble. The bully's hand, the kid being bullied's hands are tied because they get in trouble if they fight back. Maybe we need to untie the hands so that if there's a bullying situation and the other kids uh, get involved, break it up or whatever, there's like a good Samaritan code or something like that. If a teacher breaks it up, there's something. Because right now it's just so convoluted. And you're drowned in paperwork and all that. And uh, this is where we are. Then you got the superintendent, you know, trying to protect the, the, the bullied, the bullies from the law. You know, we don't call the police. We just suspend, which is basically giving the kids a vacation. You know, it's, it's ridiculous. Now, you're right, Abby. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. I want 800 1015 I've got these home show passes here. Um... Four pack of passes to the annual New Jersey Home and Garden Show at the New Jersey Convention Center in Edison. This is the 33rd annual New Jersey Home and Garden Show, and it's coming this weekend to the Convention Center in Edison. I'm going to be there February 25th, this Saturday at 3 o'clock. I'm going to be interviewing uh, the Laundry Guy, Patrick Richardson, host of The Laundry Guy on HGTV. Mommy blogger Doreen Stovenauer is going to be there as well. You can get your tickets online at NewJerseyHomeShow.com. Also, uh, head to nj1015.com to see how you can win an HDZ shingle roof at the show next weekend. But here's what, yeah, here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do to make life easy for you. 
I the only thing in my toolbox, and we'll keep taking calls on the bullying, no problem. The only thing in my toolbox is a checkbook and a pen. Old joke from my friend Bill Burns from WMMR. Uh, but really, the only thing in my toolbox is a checkbook and a pen. I don't have tools. I am a tool. And I can't fix anything. And uh, if you look around my house, you will see. Uh, but I'll bet you can. So what I'm going to do is I want to give these tickets to someone who really could use them, who really appreciates them. What is the best do-it-yourself project you have ever done? And you know what? I'm not going to measure you against the guy that put an extension on his house with one hand tied behind his back. I just want to know, what is the best do-it-yourself project? You know what? I suck at this so bad that when I can complete a simple task, if I could change a toilet seat, I'm fooling myself. Look what I did. You know, if I could hang a shelf and I can't even do that, I want to know. What is the best do-it-yourself project that you've ever done? And I'm going to want to have a contest. And the best ones are going to get the tickets. These are four-pack of passes. Everything that you'd ever want for your house is at this New Jersey Home and Garden Show in the convention center. It's a blast. And you can get your tickets online at NewJerseyHomeShow.com. So 1-800-283-101.5. What's the best do-it-yourself project you've ever done? You know, it could be your house. It could be your car. I don't care. Did you build an engine? Did you, uh, did, you, did you realize that you could hang a shelf? I don't care. You know, uh, I wish. I tell my sons, you know, learn this stuff. You will save so much money. You know, this whole thing, got to go to college, got to go to college, got to go. Oh, yeah? Well, I'll tell you what. The guy, the guy who's fixing your house while you're in college, he's making more than you are. <laughs> 1-800-283-101.5. Give me, you know, the best do-it-yourself project. What's the best thing you ever learned from a YouTube video? You know, what's the best thing when you ever said, you know what, I am so sick. There are things in my house. I wish I knew a handyman. I wish I knew a guy. There used to be the guy. There used to be the neighbor or the uncle or the father. You know, like my my parents' generation, they could do everything. They could fix the car. They could fix their house. My neighbor is friggin' MacGyver. Guy could you give him twist ties and he will build an engine. He's amazing, Kurt. Me, I'm the other half. I'm the other side of that. I'm the guy who goes help, but. You know, Angie would love me. <laughs> so give me your best DIY project. Was there ever something that, something you're really good at, but something, the best do-it-yourself project you've ever done? Tell us about it. Or also the best, uh, the best do-it-yourself project you ever did with the help of YouTube, where you had no idea what you were doing. And you went on YouTube, you got a video, and you figured it out. And it worked for you. I don't care what it is. 1-800-283-101.5. Don't feel, you know, that there's, uh, you know, you're not being pitted against the guy who built the house. Judy's in Lawrenceville on New Jersey 101.5. Judy, Judy, Judy. Hey, how you doing there? Good. What did you do? What did you do? Well, um, I've done a lot of projects because my husband worked full time and I wasn't working. And when you need something done and you don't have the money, you just... Figure it out. You go online or you ask people for help. Right. And the thing I'm most proud of is I redid the landing on our um, travertine patio. 
it was like falling apart and what kind of patio pavers got a travertine it's What's like that? a type of like marble really um patio yeah and it was it was rotting honestly we probably never should have picked travertine but it was fairly new mm-hmm. and it looked so nice right and it wasn't like a proven I don't think product when we got it. Right. We bought it at a local like supply house. So it was starting to like They've fall come apart. a long way since then, right? Yeah, and the, and the the pavers are a lot thicker now, but here I am with like a couple of pavers fell off in the yard. Mm-hmm. And uh like in our on our landing on our patio and I needed to fix it cuz it was dangerous. And you did so it. Oh, I went I did it myself. I went to the Home Depot and I talked to some of the guys there, they told me I could get a grinder to, to fit on my drill. And I talked to a mason that was like a friend of the of my aunt and uncles that did work for them. And I asked him what to do. And he kind of like he walked me through what I could do with it. And I landed up doing it beautifully. Oh, great. I love that. I'm going to put you in the hopper. Hold on. You're going to qualify for the tickets. 1-800-283-101.5. Are you a do-it-yourself or are you like me? Uh, no, I'm uh, useless. Useless. I can't, uh, yeah, I can't do anything by myself. No, not, not really at all. Only thing in the toolbox, checkbook and a pen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> 830. Now the latest New Jersey news from in- Police. Ah, when it comes to building stuff, I suck. But you don't. And there are so many people that are going to pack the New Jersey Convention Center at Edison this weekend for the New Jersey Home and Garden Show. And I got my hot little hands, my grubby little mitts on four packs and passes. And if you give me your best do-it-yourself project, I will put you in the running. And the best ones are going to get the passes. Because I'm that kind of guy. Uh, 1-800-283-101.5. Let's go to... Uh, Rich is in Flemington on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Rich. Hey, Steve. Thank you for everything, man. You're the best. I love listening to you every night. Oh, Rich, thank Um, you, man. Take as long as you need. Take your time, Rich. Whatever I can do. Yeah, no. I appreciate that. (laughs) You're you're the man. Hey, um, my best DIY project was teaching my nephew not to be a liberal. That can't be easy. How 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 on earth did you do that? A YouTube video? (laughs) What did you do? (laughs) (laughs) Well... You know, uh, shocked them every time CNN came on. What did you do? (laughs) Well, you know, you see the curriculum at school and you just kind of, uh, put, you know, you you can't believe what you see. Right. So, uh, you know, it's, it's a current DIY project. I wouldn't say I was finished yet. Yeah. You know, let me know how it turns out. You know, call me in 10 years. And, uh, when, when it has been a success, I will get you home show passes. Uh, you'll be on the right side of the convention center. See what I did there? Sal is in Hillsborough on New Jersey 101.5. Salvador. Stevie, how are you, my brother? First, thank you so much for taking my call. Anytime, Sal. Thank you, buddy. So I uh, I, I decided that I needed to put something outdoors for my, my wife and I and our friends, but no kids allowed, like that restaurant. That oh, yeah, yeah, now, yeah. Uh-huh. So my wife coined the phrase the AOL, the adult-only lounge. <laughs> you know what? what I put out, uh-huh. I'm sorry. So I put out this platform. I made the papers. I looked how to use a tamper, how to figure that out. Went to Home Depot, bought the gravel, laid out all these, a 40 by 25-foot platform, made it of papers. I did wow. it myself. And then I put up two pergolas that I bought the shop right. And then I bought curtains that I bought at one of these crazy odd lot stores, the outdoor curtains behind it. Right. I put two fire pits, four easy chairs, a table that sits eight because a guinea's got to eat. Wow, look at I you. Ran a, 
I'll tell you, and this is me, and I love to work on my hands. So I, I, did, right. I ran a hose on the ground with a piece of conduit, right. and I ran power and water. So I got a grill, my pizza oven, table, two fire pits, and I even put misters in if it gets too hot. And I sit outside next to no kids allowed. Adult only lounge. How did you get the patience to do that? Wow. Have you, when you have nothing to do, you figure stuff out. You get bored. You got Tuesdays and Wednesdays off every week. You do something. Have you ever done anything like this before? No, I'm a Manhattan kid, born and raised. I didn't see grass till I was 12 years old, but now I have three acres in Hillsborough, so I started to play. And I, I even put a chicken coop in. I got. I used old gutters to put my strawberries in. I screwed them to the fence, and now the strawberries hang from the gutters. Nice. So it looks like a little cascade of berries. Uh huh. I, I gotta do it. It's, I love. I even planted sixty-five fruit trees in my backyard too. <laughs> figs. Seriously, I love doing this stuff. Did you plant the figs? You plant the Bosley gall and the peppermint oh, next to it man, down I the side the of the house. <laughs> you got that? <laughs> I even bring the figs inside every year. And I wrap them up. Of course, I got the grapes. I got the figs. I got everything. I love it. <laughs> what about the figs? You're in New Jersey, right? <laughs> that. I, I saw adults only lounge. And I got to tell you, I went a completely different direction with that. I'm thinking well, runway. I have to keep it clean on the radio. I can't do that. I'm thinking lighted runway, but that's a whole thing. Yeah. All right, I'm going to put you in the hopper, my friend. Uh, let's go to Barry. Is in South Plainfield on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Barry. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Good. How about you? All right. So what I did was, you know, that metal grid stuff that they use for like doing shelving and, and, you know, you can make like little, uh, knickknack, uh, holders and things like that, you know, the metal, uh, 12 by 12 grid. Yeah. 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 Okay. I took that and those connectors right. and uh, I need two things. One, I made a cat run for my cat out the window of my house, the right. kitchen window where he, he hangs out. And uh, I even put a little flap door so he can come back in again. How did, you, how did you get the cat? How did you train the cat to, to use both the catwalk and the cat door? Because I would love to teach my dog how to use a doggy door. Well, the door thing was, uh, you know, he wants food. He wants to come in. Right. So he, he'll meow around and then he'll eventually figure it out. Uh, but uh, the... Uh, the, the going outside, and he wanted right. always wanted to do it on his own, but we were afraid because you know there was animals and stuff around prey on them. Right. How about so, that? Uh, we did. Okay. And then the other thing was uh, I'm a freelance voiceover announcer, so I created a voiceover booth. You're a freelance voiceover announcer. Yes, sir. What is some of the What is some of your work? Well, back in the day, there used to be something. Uh, for the uh, New Jersey, um, uh, USS New Jersey. The battleship? Trying, battleship New Jersey, yeah. was trying to get from uh, the Washington State over to either uh, Bayonne or Camden. They ended up in Camden. Right, I remember that. For that commercial. How about yeah, that? She was now in World War II. She bravely served in Korea. She defended her own in Vietnam. It was vital in the Mideast peace process. Now, won't you bring her home? 
Look at you. You even remember the lines. That's really good. That is really good. Hi, right, Barry. I'm putting you in the hopper. I felt so embarrassed last week. I had Anthony Dennison, Tony Dennison, the actor on. And uh, he was one of my favorite actors. He did a couple of shows called Wise Guy and Crime Story, and I loved him. And uh, I-, I wanted to impress him. We were in the middle of the conversation. I'm so passionate about these shows. And we're having like a geeky crime story conversation uh, or a wise guy conversation. And I quote the line that he said uh, to Stanley Tucci in the show, and I screwed up the line completely. But he was going, hey, you remember the line? That was good. <laughs> yeah, well, you did it a lot better. I right, 1-800-283-101.5. I'm having a contest here. I got four-pack of passes to the annual New Jersey Home and Garden Show at the New Jersey Convention Center in Edison. It's the, 33 annual New Jer- the 33rd annual New Jersey Home and Garden Show, and it's going to take place this weekend, February 24th through the 26th. I'm going to be there Saturday, 3 o'clock. I'll be uh, interviewing Patrick Richardson, host of The Laundry guy in HGTV. Learn how to get wine stains out of clothes, why vodka is essential in the laundry room. Vodka is essential in the laundry room. And mummy blogger Doreen Stovenauer. You get your tickets online at NewJerseyHomeShow.com. And uh, you can also head to NJ1015.com to see how you could win an HDZ shingle roof at the show next weekend. So uh, you want to win the passes, give me your best DIY project. We are the Garden Stubbelies. Trevia tomorrow night, music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey, 101.5. Give you tickets, a uh, chance to win tickets to uh, Parks Casino Comedy Show. Uh, but now, I've got these home show tickets. Oh, this weekend at the uh, New Jersey Convention Center in Edison. The uh, 33rd, the 33rd annual New Jersey Home and Garden Show. Uh, hundreds of exhibitors. Products and services for every homeowner. If you are a do-it-yourselfer, this is where you want to be. And if you are a do-it-yourselfer who just started doing it yourself, this could be like Christmas morning to you. This could open up a whole new world. All that stuff you've been paying people to do for so long, you can go see how it's done. Have you ever gone on YouTube to try and do something that you didn't know how to do and actually did it. 1-800-283-101.5. My friend B Street Glenn laid a floor once. First, he had to take it, didn't he? And my friend Glenn laid a floor once. And uh, well, for YouTube. I, on the other hand, total moron. I had so much trouble. My, my son, I had to put a bed frame together under his mattress. I had to put a box spring and a bed frame under his mattress. I screwed that up like four times. It's not even that hard to do. I'm just an idiot. I'm the guy, like, when I try to do stuff, what happens is uh, somewhere along the line, the simplest stuff screws up. So I got these four packer passes, and the best DIY projects, I'm going to give you I'm going to give you four passes to the show. Ryan Bissell, with his toolboxes in here right now. He's got his belt on. All right, so tell me, what if, what if, uh, what two of yourself projects have you done? Yeah, I'm dressed like Super Mario right now. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, so when I was in high school, um, I didn't want to give my friends just regular presents. I had to build it by hand, and uh, I always got my father to help me because he's like, you know, he's he's my my go-to. Dads know how to do that stuff, exactly. Except for my kid's dad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, for one friend, uh, we took um, – my father has a lot of textile experience. So we took an old uh, piece of leather and we poked holes in it and created like a, a leather pouch for my friend uh, like to hold coins in and stuff because he loves like dressing up. And Why would you have to poke holes for that? 
um, so that you could put the um, the string through. So we got like a leather oh. string, and we had the leather bag, oh. and so you looped it through, and you could like cinch it and stuff, and you know, put it on your belt. Kind of. And like, you did that. Uh, well, my father, he he like showed me how but to do it. But I, I learned along the way. Okay. Um, and then the other thing we made, uh, you know, Harley Quinn, the the Joker character, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, from Batman. Um, uh, well, so she has a giant hammer sometimes, and so I took uh, an old garbage can and like a a piece of um, cardboard, um, like a little waste basket, and I uh, painted it the right color, and I got a broom handle, stuck it through it, um, and made like a big hammer out of uh, an old. How about uh, stick that? in a, a garbage can. So you'd be great in prison, <laughs> or yeah. like marooned on an island. You, you could find things to amuse yourself. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, you know what? What could I even build with? You know, all right. I got my raft here, and I got. Yeah, you know, like were you hanging out in the backyard alone a lot when you were a kid, and you had to just find stuff around amongst the junk to play with? Actually, yeah. I mean, that was a lot. That's where my, it sounds like it came from. Oh, I grew you up. You get an imagination and, doing that. Yeah, I had a, I had a twin brother. I have a twin brother, uh, and oh. we grew up on um, a couple acres of land with a lot of forests. So we just would go out there, you know, grab sticks, run around, pretend it's you know How about that sword fight. Sword fight. You got to be careful with that. Yeah. My uncle lost his eye in a sword fight. Really? For real, way back when we were little kids. Like a duel? Uh, I don't know what it was, a duel, but they were, they were playing, you know, the sword fights. Back, you know, back in those days, you know, yeah. way back, uh, they were fighting with the sticks, and he ended up having a, a glass eye. Wow. N- no faces, no hands. That's off limits. Oh, yeah. Well, this was, uh, this, I don't know how, you know. <laughs> uh, Errol Flynn was a big deal back then, I guess. But yeah. uh, Not Peter Falk had a glass eye. Sammy Davis Jr. had a glass eye. And uh, the Beach Boys, Murray Wilson, who was Brian's father, had a glass eye. Really? And when Murray was a bad boy, if you read uh, the Brian with the biography, he used to take out the glass eye and make him look in. Oh no! And that was the punishment. Oh no! That was a rough. It was very very bad back then. All right, we got to talk about Central Jersey. Joe DeVito's calling at ten ten. Stick around. New Jersey 101.5 is your news, traffic, and weather first responders. Count on us for up-to-the-minute information from our award-winning news team. I'm Eric Scott, topping our report this hour. Count on us to get you around with fast traffic. Bob Williams, New Jersey Traffic North. Jill Byron, New Jersey Traffic South. Count on us to keep you and your family safe with instant weather. I'm meteorologist Dan Zero. New Jersey 101.5, your first responders for news, traffic, and weather. WKXW Brenton, WKXW HD. 1-800-283-101.5. Steve Trevelisse and you hanging here till 11 o'clock tonight. Never get you through the night. Because that's what we do. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. All right. And I'm going to get through, of course, 1-800-283-101.5. You go to nj1015.com. And you could uh, see my blog about Central Jersey. You know you're from Central Jersey if. And uh, also, uh, the other one about Freehold with some really great pictures of Freehold. Amazing stuff. Uh, Friday night, I'm going to be doing the Eddie Testa show uh, at the uh, House of Independence in Asbury Park. This weekend, I'm going to be at the home show on... um, uh, New Jersey Convention Center, and then uh, Saturday night will be at the Comedy Cabaret on Doylestown, Pennsylvania. I have been uh, trying to get this guy on forever. Uh, 
Uh, he's amazing. And I used to work with him at Catch a Rising Star. And uh, since then, I used to open for him. We did a New Year's Eve show together once. He's been featured on Comedy Central's Live at Gotham. He was a semifinalist on NBC's Last Comic Standing. He appeared on The Late Late Show with Craig Ferguson. He's a frequent member on Gutfeld. But the climax of his career is going to be Saturday night. <laughs> the open form at the Comedy Cabaret in Doylestown. Joe DeVito, how are you? Hey, how are you, Steve? I'm glad you threw in the Gutfeld so you weren't just reciting uh, credits of mine from 15 and 20 years ago. It's <laughs> like every comedy club, right? <laughs> it's like they're, they're... For when uh, Ed Sullivan show. Or, uh... <laughs> no, no. Remember A and E's comedy tonight, right? Remember that one? Uh, yeah. The VH1 on the comedy spotlight, comedy on the road, right? Remember that, dude? Yeah, th- those were the when I was starting out. I even started out way past those. So if the, the comic on the show was mentioning those as his credits, I knew there was a black and white headshot involved. <laughs> the, the one I loved, the one I loved when I was a Catch a Rising Star, it was uh, the Law and Order credit. And they'd all give me the Law and Order SVU. Don't forget to mention my Law and Order credit. I'd be like, yeah, he's the guy with the truck outline around him in the opening scene. You may remember him. Cause, yeah, because what's more hilarious than saying, oh, this next comic portrayed a child molester on SVU. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's welcome him to the stage. Dude, I love you. You're always, not only are you funny, you're edgy and you're clean. And that's not easy to do, man. That is not easy to do. How do you do that? Well, uh, well thank you. Uh, I, I mix it up. I mean, it, you know, it all depends on the audience. You know, someone someone comes to see us this weekend because it's a comedy club I, I'm a little bit edgier than I normally would be. I wouldn't say I'm just a clean comic, but I love jokes. And I feel like some people, they, they skimp on the joke by going for the easy laugh with the, you know, cursing when they don't need to. I feel like if it helps the jokes, yeah, sure, go for it. But mm-hmm. I, I just want the joke to work. Hey, I'll tell you, man, Gutfeld works. I love that show. I'm a huge fan. How did you end up on Gutfeld? You lucky so-and-so. <laughs> well, I I met Greg probably about twelve years ago when he had a show called Red Eye, right. which um, I remember that on Fox News. Yeah, it was on at like three o'clock in the morning. Uh-huh. Yeah, so we it, it was a very bizarre show because he'll even say no one from the network was watching it. Right. So you got to kind of learn how to do all these silly things, and I got to be a regular on that show. And then you know he had a Saturday show which I was on panel, and then when it was time to go uh, nightly, you know they reached out to me and said, hey, do you want to be part of this and I thought yeah let's give it a shot and it's it's been a lot of fun I I, I knew the show was going to do well I'm a little surprised that we were doing as well as we are that that was a nice surprise you know it, it always shocked me that mm. it took forever for Fox to come up with a late night show that would be on the right because you've got yeah. all the other shows are on the left if you draw a circle remember there was this thing the loudest voice Colin Quinn uh, not Colin Quinn Colin Farrell I think it was played Roger Ailes and he's talking about going to Fox News and he says uh, in the first meeting okay well we've got MSNBC CNBC and CNN they're all on the left we're going to be on the right and they go number one yeah. but there was never a late night show that did it but you guys not only do it but you do it brilliantly i mean you genuinely i belly laugh with you guys especially you you're hysterical on that show because you know you got the line you know what to say and when to say it yeah well i think that you look at the um those other shows like look msnbc knows who they are they're they're out in the open about it and cnn ended up ended up moving so far away from the mainstream that 
yeah, we're Fox News, but I, I don't feel like we really express opinions that would have been outside of what you considered normal opinions just a couple of years ago. Right. So, uh, but but it is fun that you know we're able to go up there and talk a lot of trash. I I, I crack up because you know, I, I write for the show and there are times where I'll sit there and, and think I can't believe I get to write these disrespectful jokes <laughs> about <laughs> politicians and celebrities because no one no one punctures that balloon and I yeah. I think it's that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to look at the people who are in charge and and mock them. They're worthy of it. You're bringing comedy back to the nineties. <laughs> you really are, man. You are yeah, you say so. <laughs> I mean, really. I, I could, I could see like you know. Imagine Hicks on that panel. Imagine like Kinnison on that panel. Mm. You know, and and with and, and hey, I got to ask you this because when I see you sitting on the panel, do you worry that like because you're a comedian, people won't take your opinion so your serious opinion so seriously? Yeah, that that's a good question. Um, I don't want to be one of those guys who says their opinions and then tries to hide behind, well, I was just kidding. Right. I, I feel like it's pretty easy to tell when I'm being serious and when I'm making a joke about something. Um, and also, you know, for people listening, I don't really talk politics in my act. No. I really That's what I mean. That's what surprised me when you were on it. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, so I really save it for that because I've, I've seen it too many times where Someone goes on stage, especially when it comes to politics and comedians, who, who cares what we think? Most comedians are barely able to talk about their own lives in, in some sort of coherent way. So if you're, if you're getting your politics from a comedian, uh, that's probably on you. But yeah, it's, it, it, is, it is fun to be on panel because it's, it's stuff that I want to say, and I, I still want to say it in a funny way, and it doesn't really keep me from saying what I want to say in my act when I'm on stage. My act is we're all in the comedy club. We're there to have a good time. I, I, I may push my luck sometimes, but I'm, I'm not there to push an agenda. No. And you know what? There are so many comedians who are afraid to be on the right or afraid to state their yeah. opinion. Like if you can't work, if you're not on the left and you, you know, you don't care, you come out, you say what you've got to say and it doesn't affect your comedy, but it, it opens up a dimension to you, you know, with your opinion. Have you, you know, have you benefited from that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think one of the things we learned about the show was that there were 2 million people each night who were just going to bed without watching any of those shows. Thank and God. now they have a show to watch. And it's pretty cool, the stuff that I hear from fans. I was talking to a guy who was ex-military. Right. And he said, my wife and I watched your show every night, so we don't go to bed angry and sad. And I thought, well, that's, I can't think of a higher compliment to get from somebody that, you know, it's, the world's a crazy place now. And it, mm -hmm. to just give someone a chance to catch your breath and laugh a little bit, yeah, I'm, I'm all for that. Yeah, you were like the furry, big furry dog that jumps up on the bed between the two of them. Right? You kept the peace. Yes, right? except I, I actually leave more hair than that. <laughs> All right, now remember Joe DeVito's first album, first date with Joe DeVito. Uh, how's it gone since then? Has there been subsequent dates? What's going on with you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I did, um, I did one of those specials for Dry Bar Comedy. That's the clean comedy company, and that's on YouTube, and that, that did very well. But it was funny that when I originally did it, it had a name based on a joke I told. And then when they put it up online, they just named it Middle-Aged Dating. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. <laughs>
<laughs> From the album, What I Ever Do to You. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Joe DeVito, you and me, and Dina Blizzard, and a whole bunch of people, uh, Saturday night in Doylestown at the Comedy Cabaret. I can't wait to see you, my friend. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. We got the two shows. I think six thirty and nine fifteen. Uh huh. All right. A well, good time shall be had by all. I'll see you then. Right on. Sounds good. Thanks, Steve. You got it, pal. That's Joe DeVito. You ever watch Gutfeld? Oh my God, he is hysterical. Here's fast traffic. Hall Workforce in Peril. New Jersey cops, nurses, and teachers this Thursday night at 7. Join news anchor Eric Scott as we examine critical staffing shortages in these areas. We'll talk to Garden State experts to address solutions to keep your neighborhood safe and hospitals and schools open. Watch it on NJ1015.com or listen on your radio or our free app. Joe DeVito. Oh my God, he's great. What a what fun. What fun. He's going to be on Gutfeld tomorrow night at 11 o'clock. Uh, I'm telling you, I love Gutfeld. If you're a Gutfeld fan, give me a call. I'll talk to you about Gutfeld. What I love about the show is that, like I was saying, you know, all of the late night shows are on the left. And I was told once that, you know, if you're not on the left, you can't work. And Gutfeld found a way to do it with comedians who are not afraid to go on and say what they got to say. When you watch the other shows, you know, you watch Fallon. It's the same. It's going to be the 20-minute the bashing of Trump monologue. He's been out of office for three years. They still bash him. Seth Meyers, they still bash him. Colbert. Colbert has become a news show. It's almost become like a show for the state. That should be like state-run radio. Tonight, we're going to have whoever Biden told us to put on. And uh, these idiots going, I love that. And then you got Kimmel, who used to be a really good stand-up, but then, you know, he became more about, you know, being accepted. Um, but then, you know, you have three shows that are on the left. And, you know, it's not even about being on a left or a right. It's just being a fan of comedy. And you see the slant, and you say, okay, well, why, why is the other side not represented? Or not even why is the other side not represented? Why, why can we only have one viewpoint on late night television? And this suddenly came, you know, and I always, and I have said this for years, because I remember, as I said to Joe, there was this Showtime special, The Loudest Voice, and it was about Roger Ailes, and Roger Ailes was a sex fiend, and we know that, and we know the story, but we also know that Roger Ailes was a brilliant broadcast mind. And it opens with... Uh, CNN saying, CNBC, I think it was, says to him, okay, here's your severance check, and we're going to give you this money if you promise not to go to a competitor. And then you hear the voiceover, well, I, I said that. What they didn't know is I was going to start my own network. And uh, he goes to Fox, and in the meeting he says, well, let's see, we have MSNBC, CNBC, CNN, they're all on the left. We'll be on the right. We'll be about apple pie and patriotism. And suddenly Fox right, goes number one. What a shock. And applying that same principle, and I said it to so many radio management people that I know, like, why is there not a TV show on the right? It makes no sense that you've got this void. And a lot of people said to me, because, and people in the end, Adam Carolla once said it. I had Adam Carolla on my show on uh, uh, Philadelphia, WIP. And I asked him that, and he said, because they're never going to get any guests. And sure enough, you know, Gutfeld comes on. And the comics that he's getting, the Joe DeVitos of the world, the Jim Florentines, the Jim Nortons of the world, uh, Joe Maddie, who are not afraid to go on and uh, speak their mind and be funny. 
And when you see Joe DeVito in person, when you see him alive, he's not political at all. He's hysterical. You heard the interview. I mean, he's just a funny guy, a naturally funny guy. And we worked together years ago at Catch a Rising Star. But, I mean, I just, I just say this because, you know, I, I passionately love, I love comedy. I love, I love like a good late night show. The Daily Show used to be the funny, edgy show. And now, again, everything just became so political. I go back to the old Johnny Carson show. Johnny Carson, he had no idea where his politics were. He just wanted to be funny. Jay Leno just wanted to be funny. And they asked Jay Leno on um, Today. You know, do you miss The Tonight Show? And he said, no. He said, you know, when I did it, you know, we just wanted to have a good time. Now they've weaponized the shows. And what happens? Well, Stephen Colbert and John Oliver, and they all start making fun of Jay Leno and putting him down. Well, why? And, you know, and not that, you know, Gutfeld, his, his opinions are on the right. What he does, he brings in news people, and he just has a panel, and they discuss the issues. Uh, kind of like, um, I'll never forget, and I wrote this in the story. Uh, about Richard Belzer, who passed away a couple of days ago, and I got to work with Richard Belzer, uh, co-hosted a morning show for a couple of weeks. But the best segment of the Howard Stern Show that I had ever heard in my life, and I, I got paid to listen to the Howard Stern Show for 10 years, was the day that he and Robin are doing the news, and he's got Andrew Dice Clay, Richard Belzer, and Sam Kinison sitting around that table giving their opinions. You know, and that's Gutfeld. You know, now he's using Fox News reporters and stuff like that. But still, he's, you know, that's what it is, giving their opinion, talking about the news. Enough of that. Right, 1-800-283-101.5. So Central Jersey is in the news now. Central Jersey, uh, you know, it's, it's, there's a fight to make Central Jersey real. I don't know why. Because for as long as I remember, anyone in Central Jersey... Never wanted to admit they were from Central Jersey. You know, uh, I've, uh, I've lived in Central Jersey since my family moved from Union City to Marlboro in the 70s. And believe me when I tell you, it was a culture shock. I went from a city where we once counted about 50 kids all within five years of each other, all living within five blocks of each other, to a predominantly Hispanic Italian neighborhood, to a town where everyone seemed to have moved from a Jewish neighborhood in Brooklyn. You know, in Union City, we were so close together. We had everything around us regarding things to do, places to eat. Marlboro was so spread out, you needed a car or a parent to drive you anywhere. The only thing I noticed about moving to Marlboro, which is located in central Jersey, is that everyone I met seemed to be from somewhere else and took more pride in being where they were from than where they were are now. So now the powers that be say officially that central Jersey does exist. So... If Central Jersey does exist, then what separates Central Jersey from Northern Jersey or Southern Jersey? I mean, my first answer would be that Central Jersey people, no matter how long they've lived there, will say they're from somewhere else. Right? To this day, you ask me where I'm from. I live in Roosevelt now. I say Union City because that's where my heart is. That's where I was formed. I look at my son, 16 years old. And when they were 15, I said, you know, everything about me, everything that was made, that made me who I am today happened when I was your age. And then I look at them at 16. And I, I marvel in that. And as much as I thought Central Jersey could use its own identity, it already has one. It happens when North Jersey meets South Jersey. 
sort of a cultural fusion. So I want to know, you know, where in Central Jersey do you live? But where are you from? And what do you take more pride in saying? One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point. If you know, you know what's that about Central Jersey people? What's that? It's like I live in uh, I live in Marlboro, but I'm originally from Brooklyn. <laughs> you ever notice that? Like, it, it, people in North Jersey, I live here. That's it. Right. Central Jersey, I live in Manalapan, but I'm originally from the Bronx. Oh, they're happy to throw the Central Jersey under the bus. You're saying they're always telling you where they're from, right? Not where they are, right? Right. You know? I want to know. The, you, know you, you know you're from Central Jersey if. Complete this sentence. 930. Now the latest New Jersey news from... Travel Ace. 1-800-283-101.5. Yes, Virginia, there is a Central Jersey. Lawmakers say it does exist. Seven New Jersey counties will be included in the region. The borders are controversial, but Governor Murphy supports it. Well, then it must be real, right? It must be the right thing to do. So I'm asking you, as far as Central Jersey goes, how would you describe someone from Central Jersey? What is, the, what is the identity of someone from Central Jersey? If you're living in Central Jersey, where are you originally from? Because I'm guessing it's not where you are now. 1-800-283-101.5. Describe that Central Jersey person. Ehab is in Piscataway. Ehab, how are you? Good. How are you? Okay. What are you thinking? Well, I've always been here. I've been born here, uh, and I'm still here right now. I'm in Piscataway. Right. Uh, how I see Central Jersey is uh, someone who, uh, well, well, to describe Central Jersey, I can do it easily by describing what is not Central Jersey. Okay. So someone from North Jersey, I would define as somebody who's uh, basically living in New York City light. You know, somebody, you know. So you're saying North Jersey is New York City light. Like Jersey City, right. uh, Newark, all that on the east and on the west, I would say bigger houses. Uh, you got the Northwest Hills and, you know, I would say more affluent people uh, and living more spread out. So that that's how I would define North Jersey. Mm-hmm. And then South Jersey, I would define as either Philadelphia light or like the people around. What do you mean by Philadelphia light? People. By Philadelphia light, uh, well, I would kind of say. I think if Philadelphia has a crime-ridden city, right. so, and I would say that's kind of similar in, like, Camden. Okay, but what about Cherry Hill? Or what about, like, Haddonfield? There are, like, all those, you know, there are rich communities out there. See, the thing is, once upon a time, like, to, the way Central Jersey became Central Jersey, in my opinion, and uh, from, I guess, my memory, is that the people, you know, people lived... Um, it was mostly rural farmland and then like in the 70s there was a boom and the people in New York or North Jersey and by North Jersey I mean like right outside the Lincoln Tunnel like Hudson County they were so overcrowded that they expanded a lot of time a lot of people in Hudson County moved to Bergen County but there's an attitude in New York North Jersey they expanded to South and they went to like Monmouth County like when my parents bought the house in Marlboro, there was nothing but cornfields out there. Now it looks like little Staten Island. Same thing in Philadelphia. Now the people in Philadelphia, they expanded, moved to Cherry Hill. And you always had this this extension 
of New York and Philadelphia being saved from Monmouth County, Marlboro, north to Freehold to Cherry Hill. I mean, to New York and say Cherry Hill to Philadelphia. And that's basically, it was always that commute. That's why, like, the way New Jersey 101.5 came to be was because people started settling here, living here, opening businesses here, and stopped commuting there. And then New Jersey called for its own radio station. And, you know, that's kind of like how it was. So, like, what you're saying is, you know, New York light. Yeah, in a way, you're right. Because they were the people that moved out and settled in Jersey. But now, what would you describe the identity of a central Jersey person? Uh, a central Jersey person? Well, uh, I would say what defines a central Jersey person is actually many different people. There's a lot of diversity in central Jersey, so there's a lot of... As there is in north and south Jersey. accustomed to all of that. Right. Uh, and you're also accustomed to being a part, not, or, you know, kind of being affiliated with New York and Philadelphia. Like, you can easily travel to both New York and Philadelphia, so you're not, like, wholeheartedly one. Right. That's a good point. And you know what? You can have a Giant fan living next door to an Eagle fan. Yep. That's that's how it is in school. Is that how it is in school where you went? Where'd you go? Yep. So, uh, I, I lived in Piscataway, so I was in, in high school. That's how it was. I, I knew Eagles fans and Giants fans. Oh, you poor child. You poor kid. It wasn't. It couldn't have been easy for you. I know. I'm a Giant fan. I work in Philadelphia. Not easy. Yeah, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. What is the identity of a central Jersey person? Right? We know what the identity of a North Jersey person is, right? Uh, a South Jersey person. So if Central Jersey does exist, what does it mean to be from Central Jersey? How would you describe that Central Jersey person? What's the identity of a Central Jersey person? 1-800-283-101.5. And if you are from Central Jersey, where did you live before you moved to where you are in Central Jersey or your parents moved from where you are in Central Jersey? 1-800-283-101.5. Because that's what it comes from. You know, I think that like, <clears throat> and again, this is just me. I think that Central Jersey is more affluent because people from North and South Jersey move there for a better life. If I'm wrong, tell me. And I'm not saying that there are less affluent places, North or South Jersey. I'm just saying that Central Jersey, I would believe, is more affluent because people move there to get away from the big city. You know, to get away from the crowd or the crowded. And I'm talking north to central Jersey. South to central Jersey, educate me. If that's the case. Or maybe they moved to get away from South Jersey because they wanted to get more sophisticated. Stop, shut up, shut up. They wanted to get more, they wanted to get more uh, closer to the city. You tell me. 1-800-283-101.5. So if you're living in central Jersey, where did you grow up? When did you move here? And uh, complete this phrase. You know you're from central Jersey if. I got a blog. I got a post at nj1015.com. And uh, I took a lot of suggestions, so you can go check them out. But I want to get your opinion, too, in case I missed anything. Tell me what you're thinking. All right? 1-800-283-101.5. Complete this phrase. You know you're from Central Jersey if. And if you are from Central Jersey, my guess is that you're not from Central Jersey, that you're originally from someplace else. 
but you ended up in central Jersey. So tell me the story of how the heck did that happen? Jersey Radio. Jersey 283-101.5, Steve Trevelis. All right, it's been proven. Like we didn't know this already, central Jersey does exist. Well, the powers that be say, yeah, it exists. Seven counties included in the region. Where should it start? Where should it end? Who cares? Nobody will admit to being from Central Jersey. You say, where do you live? I live in Marlboro. Where are you from? That's a different story. And that's the judge of the character of the person. So I want to know, uh, where are you from? If you live in Central Jersey, where are you from? And what makes a Central Jersey person? Larry is on 195 on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Larry. Hey, Steve. How are you? I'm good. How about you? I'm great. I, I am the shining example of, of Central Jersey, and i got to tell you why. Go ahead. Because uh, I grew up close to where you were from. I'm from Jersey City. Right. And um, my parents separated when I was young, right. probably around 8, 9. And my mother moved me to Howell Township. She followed my grandparents that moved there. Right. So I went back and forth between Howell and Jersey City growing up. I went to school in Howell, and then I went to Freo Township High School. Right. So I got the best of both worlds. I got to go back and see my friends in Jersey City, and I got to grow up down in Howell and Freo Township, which was completely different. Culture shock. Growing up, uh, oh, wow, kids growing up on farms and riding quads and dirt bikes. I know. Um, so, yeah, and I think that a Central Jersey person is somebody that's probably mostly from somewhere else. Yeah. If you do if you do ask me, you know, where I am from, I'll say, Well, I, I am from Jersey City, but I grew up in Howell. You see Howell I, you're from Jersey City. And, and the the character, right, the person that shaped you is that Jersey City kid because you got to grow up in both places. Like if you grew up in Marlboro, if you're if you actually born, grew up, raised in Marlboro, you lived in, you grow you spent your life in the suburbs. And it's a completely different lifestyle than if you grew up, say, in Jersey City. We are in the city. And a lot of people uh, are transplanted to Jersey City, you know, to central Jersey, from somewhere else. And it's the values that they learned in that somewhere else that it, keeps them in now, Jersey City. I, I live in Philadelphia now with my wife. She's from, I met her here. She's from Philadelphia. And now we live in northeast Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, my God, you poor guy. Oh, Roosevelt Boulevard. Oh, my God. Be careful. Be careful the red light cameras. Be careful the speed cameras. Don't leave your house. <laughs> my kids are all Eagles fans. I have to leave. Oh, God, Larry. Run, run, Larry. Get out of there. <laughs> How many times do you watch Invincible? Oh, oh so uh, many times. Many times. This... Oh, on the Disney Channel, the Disney app. Right. The story of an Eagle fan who walked out of a bar and made the team. What's amazing, the Eagle fan walked out of a bar. <laughs> All right, kiddo, thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. So I got the blog up. All right, here's what we got. You know you're from Central Jersey if. And uh, I put it out there. Here's some of what I got. Now, if you want to add to it, please let me know. Uh, you know you're from Central Jersey. Uh, if you're constantly arguing that there is a Central Jersey, <laughs> that it's a real place, right? You know you're from Central Jersey if you have both a Wawa and the Quick Check and New York and Philly news stations on the television. That's a big deal, you know, because we used to have uh, the rotary antenna. 
Anybody remember the rotary antenna? That's where you, uh, you know, and this would be great on Sundays because the cool thing about moving to Marlboro from Union City was that on Sundays during football season, you know, you hit the antenna and you get the giant game and then you hit the rotary and you get the eagle game. Uh or you get like Channel 3, you get the New York and the Philly TV stations. And even now, like I moved, when I moved, I moved to Roosevelt. This is back when I bought my house in 1984. I did it because it was the farthest south I could go and still get the Giants on Channel 2. I didn't want to lose, I couldn't lose the Giants on Channel 2. Now I could have direct TV. Um, but uh, here we go. You know you're from Central Jersey. If you have read the Home News Tribune, and I remember that too, that was a paper. Uh, used to, I didn't deliver it, but I used to come. I used to come on my doorstep, right? You know, you're from Central Jersey if you waited outside the Jersey Freeze. Oh my God, what an incredible place! What an incredible place! All right, help me out here. You know, you're from Central Jersey if you can navigate a traffic circle. Right? You know you're from Central Jersey if uh, you have a red R magnet on your car. There's another good one. All right, so think about these. I'm going to take a break, and I want you to think about these. 1-800-283-101.5. You know you're from Central Jersey if you have a lot of unhealthy big subs from Hoagie Haven or Tasty Subs. What do we call that sandwich in Central Jersey? Come on. If now that there is a Central Jersey, we need to create an identity for this this so-called Central Jersey that you'll speak of. Steve Travelis is now available on demand. You make me laugh every night I listen to you. Steve rules weeknights on New Jersey 101.5. Now you can listen to him on your schedule on demand. How you doing? Good. How you doing? Subscribe to Steve Travelis's show wherever you get your podcasts. Or go to our free app and click the On Demand button to hear the show. You could bring everybody together because you have that warm personality. Steve Travelis, now available on demand from New Jersey 101.5. WKXW Trenton, WKXW HD. When that moon gets big and bright, it's supernatural delight. Every border was dancing in the moonlight. That's what we do. We dance in the moonlight. Uh, today, what was it, the tornado light? Did they have a tornado? It was pretty messy this afternoon. I do remember driving, picking up my kids, and uh, the torrential downpours that ensued, followed by the sunshine. All right, Central Jersey. Apparently now we have a Central Jersey. And they've all gotten together and say, yes, Virginia, there is a Central Jersey. So what makes a Central Jersey person? Keith is in Flemington on New Jersey 101.5. Thanks for waiting, pal. No problem. I think uh, it's the best melting pot probably in the entire world. You know, we grow up around so many different cultures, creeds, religions, and, you know, we pick up on all that, you know, as we're kids with different friends, Mm -hmm. and we all become part of that, and, you know, it's great because you become part of everywhere and everything. You live in Flemington now, right? Yep. Where are you from? I grew up in Elizabeth. See, you grew up in Elizabeth, you, and nobody's from Central Jersey. Everybody kind of ended up there somehow. You know, either the parents got a better job or you got a better job. And Central Jersey seems to be like, would you say it's a destination point of affluence? Yeah. It's a goal for people trying to better their lives? That's one way to look at it. Yeah, it's, I guess it's kind of always been that way. If you look at history, though. Everybody went from New York to North to West and South and North. Right. 
So yeah. if you're so is Central is is I'm from Central Jersey kind of like a status symbol? Oh no, I think it's all of Jersey, and I think it's great. You know, no, no, I, I get yeah, that all of Jersey's but... cool, but I'm saying like all right, North Jersey, South Jersey, Central Jersey. Would Central Jersey be uh, the status symbol? If you had your choice, would you rather live in North Jersey, South Jersey, Central Jersey? Would more people say Central Jersey? I doubt more people would say Central Jersey, but it's probably. Uh, if but they go quietly. Jambalaya, that's where it all is. Baby. That's where you, the most different things are. It's the best spoonful, I guess. <laughs> all right. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. I think that's a good way to look at it. I think, like, if you had North Jersey, South Jersey, Central Jersey, more people would move to Central Jersey. They may not admit it. They may not say they live. They'd want to say they lived there once they got there. But I'm asking you, 1-800-283-101.5. If I said to you, describe someone from North Jersey, you'd have an answer. If I said, describe someone from South Jersey, you'd have an answer. Okay, now that there is officially a central Jersey, what would you, how would you describe a central Jersey person? All right? Now, uh, what is central Jersey? Well, according to the uh, blog written by our own Eric Scott, uh, most could accept Middlesex, Somerset, Union counties as a start. Uh, would you say Middlesex, Somerset, Union, Monmouth, Ocean? I would imagine that's Central Jersey, right? Uh, Somerset and Union counties are Central Jersey. The Division of Travel and Tourism shall redraw the state tourism map to create a Central Jersey region compromised at minimum of the counties of Hunterton, Mercer, Middlesex, and Somerset, and to incorporate the Central Jersey region in all regional marketing activities. Now, this is from Assemblyman, uh, an Assembly bill. Now, I got to say, if you're going to do this, if you're going to say Hunterton, Mercer, Middlesex, and Summit, you've got to include Mammoth and Ocean, right? When you say Mammoth and Ocean counties are Central Jersey, and I would say it stops there. Like, would you say, what's the county that, uh, Burlington, would you say Burlington is Central Jersey? Or would you say Borderline? 1-800-283-101.5. Now, Governor Murphy, New Jersey state law defines Central Jersey, according to Governor Murphy, and he knows everything, as Hunterton, Mercer, Middlesex, Monmouth, Somerset, Ocean, Union. Now, if I said to you, based on that, what makes a Central Jersey person? How would you describe someone from Central Jersey? What would you say? <clears throat> 1-800-283-101.5. Well, complete the phrase. You know you're from Central Jersey. You know, you know you're from Central Jersey if you acknowledge it exists. That's a good one. Hoagie in the South. Sub in the Central, Hero in the North. Now, I don't know about that. You know, that, that famous sandwich. Because in Union City, we had a place called the Hoagie House. And if Hoagie is something from Philadelphia, the Hoagie House was something definitely from Union City. And underneath the Hoagie House was called the bottom of the barrel. And they used to, with a, with a charcoal grill, they would make... Flame broiled, unbelievable hamburgers. And you know what? They were, the Hoagie House, as I remember, was just, it wasn't a chain, you know. It was in one in and of itself, and they made some incredible sandwiches. 
Different time, different era. But 1-800-283-101.5. Where would you, you know, how would you describe a Central Jersey person? And uh, if you're a Central Jersey person, what sets you apart? I say, my, my thing is, number one, Nobody in Central Jersey wants to admit they're from Central Jersey. They're all from someplace else having to live in Central Jersey. Like, this is their temporary arrangement. Number two, it's a place where uh, giant fan, I, the melting pot is really good. Because you do. You have the most diversity. Because everybody has moved to Central Jersey. It's almost like Central Jersey is going to be so overcrowded one time. If not, not, in the not too distant future. That people are going to be moving to North and South Jersey. Just to get away from the, you know, from the hustle and bustle. I would say Central Jersey's ab- more affluent than North and South Jersey, simply because uh, <clears throat> they want, you know, you, you it's a, it's the destination point. It's a goal. You want to move to Central Jersey. If you're in North Jersey, you want to move to Central Jersey. If you're in New York, you want to move to Central Jersey. Philadelphia, you want to move to Central Jersey. What makes that Central Jersey person? 1-800-283-101.5. Hey, you're on the air. Who's this? Oops, you hung up on me. See that? They weren't ready for that. Sometimes I'll just do that. Sometimes I'll just see the guy ringing and put him on. But you tell me. Trying to think of some other things now. Of course, the food is amazing because we do have every ethnicity here. Everyone has migrated to Central Jersey. I'm just waiting for the bus to come from the border. <laughs> just that many people. But then again, it's a little expensive to live in Central Jersey. That could be a problem. 1-800-283-101.5. Go to nj1015.com and uh, check out my post, which basically describes all this. You know you're from Central Jersey if. And uh, fill in the blank. I got it on my Facebook. And also, you know, if, you're, if you are living in Central Jersey, where did you grow up? Because like I said, you know, Butch, Old Bridge, English Town, moved there in the 60s from Youngstown, Ohio, home of Mark Rigadana. Uh Born in New Brunswick at St. Peter's Hospital, raised in Spotswood, moved to Sayreville. That's Lynn Ann. She stayed around. Uh, I was born in Newark, moved in Union City. All right, 1-800-283-101.5. All right, Wagsy, hold on. I got to hit the traffic, and then it's you and me. To be bold, get cold. Join New Jersey 101.5's Big Joe Henry in Special Olympics, New Jersey, for the Seaside Polar Bear Plunge. Jump in the ocean with thousands, reason for a reason, this Saturday. All the details are on our free app at nj1015.com. Thanks to our sponsor, Parks Casino and Sportsbook, the Seaside Polar Bear Plunge with Special Olympics, New Jersey. Only from New Jersey, 101.5. All right, kids, 1-800-283-101.5. You know you're from Central Jersey if. What is Central Jersey? It's official. We have one. I'm going to go with this. To get the answer to this, we must go to Wagsy in Middlesex on New Jersey 101.5. What's up, Wagsy? Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Not too bad. Just finished work. I'm going home. Where do you work? Well, I uh, I work with a very young crowd, 65 and above. All right. Very young crowd. What do you do with the young crowd, 65 and above? 
Well, I'm a, I'm a Medicare broker. I work. Uh-huh. Um, I help seniors to figure it out. God uh, bless you, Wagsy. <laughs> I enjoy it. I love it. You're it's a good man. Years. All right. So now what separates Central Jersey? Tell me. Um, well, the thing what separated, you know, in, in the crowd, like Hudson County, you know, in Bayonne or Jersey City, going right. crazy trying to figure out where to park. I lived in Bayonne, Hudson County for 15 years. Right. It's crazy. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> Just parking uh, is one way. You're in Central Jersey. If you can park, you're right. in Central Jersey. <laughs> Parking is horrible in Jersey City, um, even in Bale. It doesn't matter where. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Middlesex, it's more relaxed. Schools, mm-hmm. really nice. Uh, people, they more laid back, but not too laid back. Right. Because they have a peak of New York and they come back. Then they have the speed, but not too fast. Yeah, they kind of, they got a worldliness about them because they've been to the mountain and now they're living in, they're living on the plains. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you go after, like, Middlesex, like Princeton, now, I have Princeton. Once you pass Middlesex, mm-hmm. it's a little different. It's more laid back. Uh, when I go, when I, like, when I go Burlington, when I go Atlantic City uh, right. for my uh, clients, I feel like I'm in South Carolina, Florida, more that laid back. Uh, like, but Hudson, like Pasig, Hudson County, Union County, uh, it, it's a lot faster. The bees are a lot faster. Even the people in the north, they more, um, they not trust you. They cannot trust that. A little lady. aggressive. But yes, it. Um, but in the south, it, it's much cooler. Uh, Let I, me ask you this. As aggressive as they are in North Jersey, right? You take old people to Atlantic City casinos, right? Who's who, who's more aggressive? The tough guy in North Jersey or that old lady at the corner slot machine? If you try to move in and play. Uh, I don't... <laughs> Who's more? Who who you fear more? Getting near that senior citizen while that while that slot machine is moving, or, or the tough guy from North Jersey? I'll take my chances in Bayonne if you don't mind. Well, it doesn't matter. Well, the language, you know, those little grandmas who were baking cookies. The language they come out with in Atlantic City when when little babies in bed. My God, one of my clients. I have one of my clients in Bergen County. Uh-huh. I was doing a presentation, and I start talking to the guy, and he became a client. Right, and he told me, "You have no idea mm-hmm. how." Bad. I found out I was innocent until I start meeting the senior ladies. Forget <laughs> it. If you know what I mean. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. That's why. That's why the husbands go first. Maxie, <laughs> thanks for the call. Alan King used to do this great bit, right? You know, leaves his wife, survived by his wife, leaves his wife, survived by his wife. And I see the other day that Jimmy Carter, President Jimmy Carter, has gone into hospice, and I'm saying, you know, oh well, when did his wife die? She's alive, 95 years old, Rosalind. And Jimmy Carter was a great, he was a great man. Uh, is a great man, not yet. Sam is in Tom's River on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Sam. So 
Sober Sammy, how are you? Hey, Sober Sammy, what's going on? Nothing much, man. Two years of sobriety this month. Congratulations. God bless you. Thank you, thank you. But, uh, yeah, Central Jersey to me is the town I moved into from Irvington, which is Clark, New Jersey. Right. So I consider Clark Central Jersey, Irvington Northern Jersey. Right. But what makes a Central Jersey person, Sammy? Uh, to me, uh, Central Jersey became people that migrated from Northern Jersey. Yeah. I had a melting you know, pot. I mean, kind of, that's the way I kind of felt that way. Mm-hmm. You know, when I moved into the town, uh, a lot of people from Irvington moved into Clark. Right. Um, but, you know. And now For a I'm better down, life. Uh, I'm down in Tom's River. Uh-huh. But, uh, Same thing, right? Case, came from Clark, but, uh, you know, I just, uh, you know, I loved it. I mean, I loved the experience at both places. Yeah, it's, uh, but again, like, C- Central Jersey isn't an origination, it's a destination. And yes. the yes. people from Central Jersey have come from someplace else, and they came there to get a better life. You could you could actually take the Central Jersey story and make it the America story. You know, or you know, or the or the New Jersey story, where so many people came here. The only thing missing is uh, the buses. You know, the buses with the border patrols. In them. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Thank God. All right, Sammy. Good stuff. All right, man. You got it. All right. Uh, so uh, I go to Twitter. And I say, I say on the Twitter, uh, you know you're from Central Jersey if, and Monica says, you say coffee, water, uh, talk when tired. And it's pork roll here from Central Jersey, still live here too. There we go. There we go. And uh, we also got, uh, in the past 24 hours, you know you're from Central Jersey if in the past 24 hours... You've been passed like you were standing still by a BMW doing 120 miles an hour with New York plates on the parkway. That's a good one, right? That's a good one. Uh, let's see. You know you're from Central Jersey if when growing up in the 60s, you can turn your Motorola antenna box and turn your antenna on your roof to pick up New York and then turn it back to Philadelphia news stations, uh, then you know you are born and raised from Central Jersey. Uh, and then David writes all of the above. Uh, you can explain why we are nicer than North Jersey. I don't know about that. You get both the Yankees and the Phillies on cable. Oh, we got that, right? Then somebody put a map up here. 95 ends, or it used to. The real 95 was never built in Huntington County. US 1 went only north and at the same interchange years ago. You're at exit 9 is another one. 1-800-283-101.5. Uh... Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Uh, so anyway, that's, bas- that's that's basically, you know, the boundaries. Because now I think the Central Jersey is going to become its own thing. I think now we have to be, you know, like we get Central Jersey T-shirts. We got to get, we can get the, the inside on this, right? Really need to put it on the map, so to speak. Yeah, I think we got we got to do our own marketing, like Central Jersey T-shirts, Central Jersey mugs. Yeah. I think we got something here. Let's blast it, yeah. Really? Can we can we get that Christy that Christy on the beach? Can we get? Oh my gosh, that has to be incorporated. If we had the whoever took that picture (laughs) should have patented it. They'd have made a fortune. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's everywhere. Yeah, it's immortalized, bigger than uh, Tilly, (laughs) Tilly and Christy. (laughs) There they are. Ten thirty. Now the latest New Jersey news from NJ. Travelies. 
1-800-283-101.5. Hanging with Ryan Bissell. How's it going? We're talking about Central Jersey and what makes a Central Jersey person. You're a South Jersey kid. So I'm South Jersey now, but I was uh, born and raised in Hunterdon County. I was born in Summit, so uh, I guess through and through. Is that Central Jersey, or is that I think that's Union North. County. New, so that would be Central Jersey. So, yeah, it just makes it in. All right, so what do you think makes a Central Jersey person? I think what makes a Central Jersey person is a slight uh, denial of, of Central Jersey. That's what a slight denial. A That's slight what denial. I mean. And a, a lot of the, the areas that were relegated to uh, Central Jersey, I feel like a lot of people also say they're from North Jersey. Like uh-huh. anyone from Hunterdon County, if you say, where are you from? They're going to tell you every time, North Jersey. But now you have to say Central Jersey, and they, that's going to make a lot of people upset. They won't tell you. Yeah, they won't tell you that. How about that? All right, yeah. you ready? All right, let's do it. There you go. I've got news for you. Excellent news. Now it's time for Headlines and Trevlines. I read the news today, oh boy. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. As Steve comments on the headlines of New Jersey. Brace yourself, folks. For mind-blowing news. As only Steve can. What the hell's going on out here? That's a good question. What is going on out here? Well, good news for movie fans. Bon Jovi's son is set to star in a comedy about an 80s rock band coming up called Rock Bottom. Are you serious? I am. So, uh, Jake Bon Bon Jovi, not Bon Jovi. Yeah, his real name is Bon Jovi. Yeah. Is the 20-year-old son of the Sarajevo rock legend, and he has a million followers on Instagram already. Wasn't he dating some celebrity? That's a good question. There was something going. I think I believe he was with somebody. I can't remember now. Can you check that? Let's see. Girlfriend. Well, real quick, we'll, we'll yeah. talk a little bit more about the the uh, the movie. Uh, it's we're, it's a rock bottom. It's right. called, and it's going to be uh, basically a rock band from the '80s is trying to get back together, and uh, they pull in a young new lead singer to be their new front man to try and uh, uh, you know recapture a new audience, uh, uh-huh. kind of like uh, Journey did. Um, so. Yeah, that's what's going on there. And uh, he's, he met, uh, he's dating Millie Bobby Brown. I was about to say, yeah, he's dating Millie Bobby Brown, <clears throat> arguably one of the biggest stars right now because she's uh, number, uh, she's eleven in uh, the the character eleven mm-hmm. in uh, Stranger Things. Oh, okay. So, uh, so, so, so basically, he'll be a star too. Yeah. So basically, uh, yeah, yeah. He he wasn't famous for just having a famous girlfriend. Now he's going to. Well, he's got a famous dad. Guy. Well, yeah. He's not even the most popular one in his own circle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not for anything. I wonder if he has a competition. Like, I'm going to be bigger than you one day, Well, Dad. look who he's got. No, look who he's got. That ain't going to happen. Look who, he, look who he's got for, you know, look who he's got for consulting. Yeah. A show about an 80s rock band? You know, Bon Jovi was the quintessential 80s rock band. Yeah, I mean, I thought they were 70s. No, they were 80s. They were 80s? Oh. They were 80s. They have the hair. I should have known. They were 80s. Their first hit was 1982. Two, if I'm not mistaken, eighty-three was Runaway. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, hopefully, uh, his uh, Bon Jovi doesn't start getting any ideas of his son replacing him because it could be a no. That ain't this one. I guess. Um, what else is going on here? We got cops in NJ. Uh, t- a cop saying it. Man in New Jersey took a car for a test drive that lasted forty miles. He really wanted to be sure he liked the car. Yes, he wanted. Where the to hell be very did he go? Sure. 
So he went 40 miles. He, uh, what's it called? He took off from the dealership at around 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. And around 8.15, the dealership called the police saying, hey, I don't think he's coming back. <laughs> I'm surprised they let him go by himself. Usually, don't they, you go with somebody from the dealership, right? That's what I thought. They, like, hop in the back. <clears throat> it was like a driver's test or something. <clears throat> yeah, I thought that they got, no, I thought they got in the passenger seat. So that if you black out, they can grab the brake or something. I didn't realize that they, they let you go by yourself. Yeah, so they let him take off with a brand new 2023 white GMC Sierra, and he just never came back. Um, Did they find him? Well, the police spotted him in uh, Tuckerton ar- alongside Route 539. They tried to pull him over, uh, but he kept going onto the parkway. And they later found him in Atlantic City, um, <laughs> and where they uh, found it parked in a garage outside of the Tropicana Casino and Hotel. Did he tell the cop, yeah, I think I'm going to buy it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. He, he, the cop said, well, you're going to buy it, right? <laughs> Well, he didn't break it, so he doesn't need to. He doesn't get to keep it. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is. Uh, he will be going to jail. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. All he had to say was, "Okay, I made my decision. I'm going to buy the car." <laughs> He's like, "I don't think I want it." Yeah, you know what? <laughs> I, I, I wanted to see how what kind of miles it really got to the gallon, and they're, they're lying. It was wrong. I mean, it's, they'll it's probably sue the dealership instead, right? The way laws are today in New Jersey, he'll oh, sue yeah. the dealership, win, yeah. and the guy will go to jail. Do you know the stress this guy had to go through <clears> to get this car? I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, one thing you can certainly say is that the new GMC Sierra is fast enough. Fast enough. <laughs> outrun the cops and a dealership. Yeah. All right, what um, else we got? So uh, in Spain, uh, people have been fired over – oh, man, where to go here? Oh, here it is. Okay, a major error in designs of trains in two northern Spanish regions. They ordered 31 trains in Spain. And they were the all, trains in Spain stay mainly in the plane. Yes, the trains in Spain. Um, they were all the wrong size. They're all too big. The trains in Spain are all the wrong size. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're all too big. And so two people were fired for uh, getting the wrong measurements because now all the trains that were set to be uh, set into these tunnels in the coming year are now being pushed off an extra two or three years. The trains in Spain need to be explained because of the complaints. <laughs> yes. Something you, like that. You've been, you've been a little bit quieter. you sitting over there I'm just trying. I'm trying. I mean, what rhymes with Ain? The trains in Spain in the rain were complaining, and they had to explain. (laughs) The good news, the only good news. The disdain. Yes, the disdain over these broken trains. Over the the broken trains. Uh, The only good news is that no money was spent, um, and no money will be further spent on the people who messed up. The trains in Spain cause no money down the drain. Yeah. Okay, what else? We got? Any more uh, Ain rhymes uh, in that done. brain? I'm done with the rain. Uh, yeah, ain't no sunshine. I'm done. <laughs> um, Subway, uh, in an effort to try and get someone to buy their franchise, is... Uh, Please he, buy this sandwich. <laughs> Please buy our $10 billion Please franchise. Buy, what, they're trying to sell off Subway? Yeah, yeah, they're, they're really? trying to sell the whole franchise. Why they sell it to one of those athletes that are doing their commercials? Well, it would be cool if it was bought by an athlete, but uh, uh, one possible buyer is the company that owns Burger King, Tim Hortons, and Popeyes, uh, which is a Toronto-based company. Uh, really? Yeah. And another uh, California... Popeyes and Burger King is owned by a Toronto-based company? Yeah, it's owned by Restaurant Brands International. How about that? Yeah. Um, so like yeah, Popeyes and Burger King. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Burger King? See, I always thought Burger King was just okay, and then I found out it was like the most popular uh, fast food place in New Jersey or something like that. Is it? It's, it's one of the most popular. Um, what I like about Burger King, not only the flame broil, Burger King and Wendy's. 
have the most imagination. They're always coming up with a new sandwich. They're always coming up with a with a try this. Like I had the um, the um, the the pretzel pub bacon burger, and it was fantastic. That sounds amazing. Uh, the mozzarella, the chicken mozzarella. It's a it's a mozzarella stick with a with a hamburger under it, or a chicken under it, and a garlic <laughs> knot. It's good. You know, I'm like, wow. I mean, you know, because a lot of times you go to the fast food. You want to go to McDonald's? You what do you get? Well, it's the same sandwich. Mm-hmm. It's a quarter pound of the cheese. Yeah. You know, what I mean, that's a good, must be a great sandwich because they sell a billion of them or billions of them. Yeah. But I like I like to go to the ones where oh, what's this sandwich? You know, what's uh, what's that one? Carl's Carl's Junior. They don't have those around here. Yeah, but I see the commercials. Churches is good. Popeyes. You know what I mean? The when the Popeyes sandwich came out, I remember Joe V waiting hours. (laughs) You know, we sent them out in like three, four hours. He comes back with the sandwich because the lines were that long. New Jersey Police one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. Tomorrow night we got Trevia, music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. Jim and I will be here. Jeffrey Paul will be here. Not sure who else is going to be here. <laughs> Justin is not going to be here. Rick Adana is not going to be here. Oh. So I got to work on work on the list. One third of the fabulous laugh pack. Exactly. Uh, Justin's yeah. got. It's Ash Wednesday tomorrow. Yes. So make sure you make an ash of yourself. <laughs> um, <but laughs> okay, so what else we got going on? Well, actually, I was going to say, before we hit the break, we were talking about Subway, but I never got to what the actual article was about. Tell me. Yes. Now so, I'm hungry. <laughs> now that you're nice and hungry, uh, this, the way that Subway is reinventing themselves is by adding roadside oasises. Uh, what? They're, they're making EV charging stations for, the, for everyone's electric what? vehicles with picnic tables and playgrounds. What? Exactly. So no longer... You want to really revolutionize? Add more meat. Exactly. <laughs> make a thicker sandwich. Make it real meat. The, you know, that no, tuna scam thing? I don't know. Tuna scandal? Make... Really? Was there a tuna scandal? Yeah, yeah. There was like a thing where people were like, is this real tuna? Or like oh, they right. like did a test on it and like it didn't come out to be real tuna based on like oh, these I don't know, meat I don't, metrics. I don't know from this. I don't want to get a lawsuit. I don't know what's <laughs> going on with that. But, I, but I'm just... I mean like, if it were me... I just pack the sandwich. Just yeah, just pack the sandwich better, yeah, and don't have uh, Jared uh, be your your. Well, that's not guy. a good idea either. Not a yeah. Good. Well, um, they got every freaking athlete now, right? I mean, the guys that they're paying are making, you know, they're like the top of the line, like a bazillion dollars. Steph Curry. Yeah. You know, but Steph Curry's making the money on that, not Subway. No, but I'm saying instead of paying Steph Curry, just buy more roast beef and stick it in a sandwich. Buy buy a little bit. Buy or someone you, not quite as famous as Steph. That Curry. would be the that would be the ad <laughs> campaign. You go in there with like a packed sandwich. Like a you ever you ever seen Harold's Deli? Uh, Harold's Deli's in Edison. They used to be in Lawrenceville. The Harold's I, New York Deli. I probably passed them. They make a, a corned beef sandwich. It's literally about that high. You yeah. cannot eat it. It's huge, <laughs> and it's amazing. But I mean, you, you start doing that, you say, "Listen, we we were we were here's your commercial. We were gonna hire Steph Curry, but instead we took the money and put it here." And you show this packed sandwich, like guaranteed a giant burger or whatever giant sandwich. Yeah, right. We were gonna, we were gonna, exactly just do like an overstuffed, yeah. start doing overstuffed sandwiches. Yeah, people would line up because and, and keep and make them cheaper. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to, you, you know, you have to because you're you're using the advertising money. Yeah. So you could, I guess, keep it in line instead of doing shrinkflation, make it bigger. Yeah. 
and then people people definitely pay for for a larger size now that they can't get their five dollar foot long. Yeah. Um, See, they will hear this and they will make a million dollars. We will be here doing nights in New Jersey one hundred one point five. Yeah, and earlier you had mentioned some menu exclusives. The sh- the uh, what's it called? The Shamrock Shake is going to be coming back to McDonald's. Are you a Shamrock Shake kind of guy? You know what? I haven't had one in so. Are they minty? Those are the minty ones, but yeah. they also made the Oreo ones, so you it can get like, like a mouthwash. <laughs> mouth? You don't no, like mint? No, they're not bad. I don't know. I'm not a minty guy. Not a minty guy. I should be. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> no, the shamrock shakes are good. Yeah. It's about that time of year. Ash Wednesday, shamrock shakes. How about the- St. Patrick's Day parades coming back to Atlantic City. It's all good. Yeah. Real quick, how about the McRib? Oh, I like the McRib. McRib's good. McRib's good. Bring that back. How about McPrime Rib? That would be, oh, now you're on to something. Another sandwich we invented. Don't make us no money. Great job by you. Dennis and Judy. This has been the Steve Travelli Show On Demand. Check out the latest from Steve on our free app or nj1015.com. New Jersey 101.